1: The information contained on this platform represents the opinion of the host and shall not be understood, construed as or a substitute for medical or health advice. Please see a health professional who is aware of the facts and circumstances of your individual situation.
2: It's the Black Health 365 Podcast, and we are here to make sure you look good on the outside and even better on the inside.
1: After all, looking good, feeling good, and living a healthy lifestyle, 365 days of the year should be a daily choice.
2: Here at the Black Health 365 Podcast, we will address the healthcare disparities within the Black community
1: with trusted voices and information
2: to empower a healthy lifestyle. Ain't that right, Britt? I'm talking about mind, body, and soul. Well, greetings and salutations, 365ers. I want to welcome you to another episode of the Black Health 365 podcast. I am your host, Jackie Page, radio personality. What else do I do? I um I teach Zumba classes. I am a personal trainer, I am a nutrition coach, and yeah, it's just me today. And by just me today, it's not just me today. I have um, a colleague, a friend, a fellow podcaster joining me today. Um, He's on the radio too. I mean, he's like super phenomenal, so I wish I had like the hand clap noise. Because I'd be we like, oh, run it. Let's answer that later. The one. The only. The only. Great.
3: What wait a minute, what up, Jaggy? I got I got a whole bunch of adjectives to mind too. Let me Go say ahead. I'm a
2: comedian. Drop
3: I'm a motivational speaker. I'm an author. I got a podcast called I Hate the Homies, I'm on a nationally syndicated morning show with Erica Campbell from the group Mary Mary. I'm a father. I'm a veteran. Um, and I'm awesome.
2: I mean, I feel like you. It, it, is there anything else?
3: I'm a gamer too.
2: A gamer? What type of games do you play? I don't play games.
3: I'm a I'm a real gamer. i video games and real games. I got about nine Monopoly boards. Uh, I, I thought I got, like
2: you like sat in front of the TV with like a console on like YouTube on live. Oh, and I don't know those. how to do
3: that, but my my net my. One of my grandsons, or somebody is telling me about Twitch and all that, but I play Madden like two or three times a day. Um, I've been playing it for 38 years. Uh I keep Uno in the car. I'm a I keep some dominoes in the car too. Stop. I got two dogs that are crazy. I'm a pet owner.
2: So I um, used to be a pet owner. I used to be a pet mom. My my baby recently passed and by passed, he passed in January. January 21st to be
3: What kind exact, of animal so. was
2: it? A Yorkie poodle.
3: So I got a 14-year-old, Jack Russell, who's awesome. She's an emotional support animal. I take her to hospitals and convalescent oh. homes. And people be like, can we have your dog? And I be having to snatch my dog dog from old people but uh then i got a 14 month old standard poodle so she's about 55 pounds she's awesome madison and maryland are their names
2: my baby's name was onyx and onyx was almost 13 and he was six about 15 16 pounds um he had a large mass on his liver that was cancerous Uh yeah
3: he had a good life, though.
2: He did, and that is one thing that I have to uh, continuously remind myself that, and my friends and my family have been doing a great job of it as well because they know how much I loved him. Um, you know, they remind me on a constant basis, like, Jackie, you know, you that dog loved you, and you loved him. So, yeah, Before I, I make you go.
3: cry, you going to get another one, or it's still too soon?
2: It's still too soon. One of my line sisters actually asked me that. Uh, the other week she was just like, you know, do you think you're going to get another one? Um at this point I kind of stand in the shoes of the only way I will get another dog is if like I have kids and the kids want a dog. Um oh,
3: oh don't be like that. Don't well, be. See, you <laughs> would like everybody I know. So they was calling me, man, Griff. My dog died, man. He lived here 16 years. People was just calling me. Their dogs was dying 15, 17 years, 16. So my thought was, I don't want to be like them people. So I'm going to get another dog. So I, my, my cousin... It breeds, he used to breed cane Corsos and masters. Then he started breeding poodles. We was like, What's wrong with you? He was like, That's why everybody got a something poo.
2: Everybody loves poodles. Poodles
3: are so smart. Yes. they German Shepherd smart, right? So I figured my dog never had puppies. She's going to accept this puppy. Marilyn will be 15 months tomorrow. And Madison might have just been cool with her in the last five weeks, like they have hated each other. My, my, my I don't know why. Because I mean, I know why. She' been the only dog, and here I go bringing, bringing in another, another, one, another one dog. So I blame it on my wife all the time, man. Madison Lanika made me get that puppy.
2: I mean, at least they're starting to get along. I just
3: just now. I,
2: so I got Onyx when I was graduate, literally like two months or a month before I graduated from college. So all of my adult life was with him in it. So every nice. market, and I mean, you can relate to this. You're in radio. Every market that I bounced around to, he was there. Um, so I just feel like if I bring another dog into the situation, there's going to be a lot of comparisons, and I don't, don't like want to do that. And, and, don't. and I don't. You and that's it the totally thing. Be
3: different dog. I'm
2: that's still going how it can't to be the same. Griff, I still feel like I am going to hold that dog to a standard that that dog may not be able to meet because of the standard that my other dog, that Onyx, you know, so put me tell in you, my life. You
3: remind me of a a, a girl I know named Dee, Dee. So she had a dog, a Schnauzer. It died. She wouldn't get a dog for years, for years. So then somebody made her take a puppy and she wasn't cool with that dog for a year and a half. And the dog just, the dog knew it had to get in her good graces. Like I was like, so you just mean to the dog? She said, I mean, he knew he, he had a house, but I wasn't going to be all petting him and loving him. I said, Oh, you dirty.
2: And I don't want to do that. And I know I will do that. I don't want to do it. So I'm just like, you know what? This ain't the time. And I don't see myself in the foreseeable future getting a dog. Like I said, unless I get married, have kids and the kids are like, Oh, we want a dog. Then I'll consider. I guess what but- like
3: to say, that's, I think is the challenge with you, Famalis. I'm not saying females no more. Somebody's name was Famali. That was a name on, I can't remember if it was Snowfall or something, but their name was Famali. And then they show you, I watched stuff in closed caption. So they was like, Famalis. I said, Female. I said, said, Oh, I'm never saying female again. (laughs) You, Famalis, you guys have this mindset of what you just said, and you said it twice until I get married and have some kids and that's that's so far away. You gotta take it, you gotta scale it back. Be like, right now I can't have a dog. Maybe in a couple months, maybe.
2: But I don't see, I don't foresee, it's gonna have to be somebody else right now. I feel like there's gonna have to be somebody else or some other things in the picture for that to happen. Which is why I say, uh, marry with kids. Because right now, me by myself, I cannot deal with having another dog because that dog will not be Onyx. And I need that dog to act exactly like Onyx. I need you to bark for right. I need you to bark for no reason. I I need you to steal my socks. I need you to be Madison.
3: I love that Maryland, my poodle is not like Madison. Number one, she's a hundred times bigger than her. But then I I made her emotional support animal, the fourteen year old. And she's still a puppy, so she will be eventually. But right now, she just hyper a little bit. But I love that they opposite, and I did it on purpose because if I had got to li- first of all, I'm t- I tell Madison all the time, you my favorite animal ever. Just see
2: not. now that's wrong. You can't be out here picking is. favorites.
3: I got favorite kids. I got five
2: kids. I got. A I don't think favorites. that's acceptable to say that you have favorite kids. You're supposed to love them all.
3: Yeah, I don't care. Until you have some, you gonna, you won't know how you feel about them. I got, let me, if it was a house fire, I'm trying to get two of them out. <laughs> I'm a comedian,
2: man. I, I get it. That is, terrible. it just makes me wonder. I'm like, I wonder where I like sit with my parents. I have two brothers. So I wonder if but I'm you, like. You the only girl? I am the only girl, but I'm stuck okay. between the two. You and know. I'm the, I'm the rebellious one.
3: Yeah, but it, it but. Two sons and one daughter. You the girl. You the daughter. You the like. It, now, if you had another sister, then the parents got to start going. Well, one of them girls be putting me through it, but the other one, like, so it's a hierarchy with
2: kids. I'm just. Telling but you. I'm that child that even with two boys. I mean, growing up, I know my parents was just like, can she get older? Because right now, it's given. I wasn't terribly bad, but I just feel like being the only girl stuck in the middle.
3: You yeah. were doing too much. When <laughs> you look back at it, and this is so good that we starting a podcast like this, ladies and gentlemen. When you <laughs> when you when you look back at growing up, how
2: old are you? Thirty-five.
3: Okay, that's perfect. So my mother says you don't even come out of adult adolescence until you are thirty-five. So so Are you serious? Look, yeah, adult adolescence? Absolutely. It's a bunch of grown idiots that's young. No, it's not Google. It's what Lenore, my mother, oh, says. Carry on. <laughs> Adult adolescence ain't till you don't get to be grown just because you live by yourself. Like at 35, me. you done had some transgressions in your life. You that know what I'm saying? At 24, I'm trying to graduate. I'm
2: you, you barely sweating under your arms. Like you don't even know what it feels exactly. like to actually sweat.
3: When you look back at, what would you tell your 15-year-old self right Oh, now? my gosh.
2: What wouldn't I tell? I feel like there's so many things, and as I can tell me. I want to know. I, I feel like think... as I continue to age, it changes. The first thing I think I would say to her is, it is not that deep. Girl, sit down, breathe, stretch, and shake. The other thing would be, um, let's see. It's not that deep would be the first thing. The other thing is, everything that you ever expected from life is going to be completely different. And I say that in a good way. I... I I feel like growing up, um, I set a lot of expectations and wanted to do a lot of things that yeah. as I got older, I didn't married, want to do anymore. have
3: kids, the kids will want a dog. I know. I do it.
2: <laughs> but even so at the age of 15, I don't even think that I had really set on like doing radio and being into fitness. I will say I was a cheerleader. So I was very, you know, I was active in that sense. But as far as like, you know, saying like, hey, I wanted to be a radio personality and saying like, hey, you know, fitness is going to be my other thing. I hadn't even I don't even remember what I said I wanted to be when I was 15. I, I Radio wasn't it. I think I was still trying to figure that out. Um, so
3: right before your sweet 16, out of all your your travels and the notable achievements, what would you, if you could have an hour with yourself? Because I, I feel like, and this might sound weird, but I feel like my older self always came to me when I was a kid. So I never really was pressed about. I told everybody I'm gonna be a comedian since I was three years old, and I never even met one before I became one. And and I just feel like my older self was always coming to me in dreams and 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 daydreaming and saying, "You're gonna be good. Don't change. <laughs> you go, just keep telling these people the same thing." Like I I feel like like i would bet that i had been visiting myself so at 16 what would you t- the conversation would you go for a walk would you sit by a lake would you hold her hand would you look her in the eye and cry and say girl we going it's going to be some some years that's going to be
2: tough. i think it would be a combination of two things looking at where i'm at right now i feel like the first thing i would do is eat because I'm always hungry. So the first thing we would do is we would sit down and have dinner. And then after dinner, I think we would take a walk again, just where I'm at right now. Um, But, you know, kind of have a a, start off with the serious stuff during dinner. And then like, you know, during the walk, kind of lay out like the the, like, oh, well, this is all the troubles and the trials and tribulations that, you know, you're going to go through. And then like during the walk, um, just be like, you know, you may have you may be going or you may find yourself going through this. However, like this is how life is going to turn out on the other end.
0: Whether it's audiobooks or all time greatest hits, long live listening to your favorites. Learn more about Kiskali Ribocyclib 200 milligrams at kisqali.com and talk to your doctor to see if Kiskali is right for you.
1: McDonald's is not new to chicken.
3: See, ladies and gentlemen, that's the 365 podcast. We're out of here. Thank you.
2: And we're it's not. To I, had to look.
3: <laughs> I haven't even, but. I just interviewed Jackie. Listen, she wasn't even ready. She ain't I wasn't.
2: But that's a good, I mean, and it's funny that you even asked me this because I had an opportunity to interview her, the uh, Grammy Award winning artist. Yeah. So I had an opportunity to interview her. And that was actually one of the questions that I asked her. I was like, you know, what would you say to yourself um, when you were younger? And she said that you know she would say multiple things to herself and now that you're like throwing it back on me i completely understand why she would say you know i would say
3: just one thing right misleading uh never trust a dude named Ramsey, and then you disappear like (laughs)
2: like, yeah you
3: you would have to I, i always laugh and tell kids when a teacher in 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 school uh systematically sets you up for this but they say What's your favorite color? And you yell red. And you yell. But when I was a kid, I was like uh, red, blue, green, purple, yellow, black, uh, polka dot. Because uh, you're still blue. trying to
2: yeah. Because you're still trying to figure it out.
3: No, but because I can have I can like you're more right more than one thing. Yeah. When when I ask kids in kindergarten or first grade, "What you gonna be when you grow up?" and they say, "I'm gonna be a doctor," "I'm gonna be a basketball player," I'm gonna, and I always tell them, "You know, you could be a teacher." That's a doctor that plays basketball
2: all at the same time to do everything.
3: So I think I, I think we have to watch how we talk to ourselves. Um, I think it's very important. It took me a long time. I had a, a, I'll just say now I had aggressive speaking parents and um, it took me a long time in my own mind to talk to myself. Nice. I would yell at myself, you know. You stupid! You met, and it just be me. Like I would be so hard on myself, and it took me a long time through therapy and stuff to to cut myself some slack. So uh, I, I really appreciate, you know. I I didn't have a grandfather mm-hmm. on my mom's side or my dad's side, so. When I'm, you know, while everybody was playing house, I was like, I'll be the granddad, and they was like, You dumb, you.
2: Why you? But be that's a what friend? you, yeah.
3: I wanted to be a grandpa, like, yeah. right? and now I'm a grandfather, and 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 I just believe God really prepared me for my life when I was a, a young kid, and I'm I'm so appreciative of it.
2: Completely agree. I would have to say that through it all, and and this is a question that I love to ask people, like, you know, if you could redo anything in your life, would you redo it? Um, I can't look at you and say that there are any regrets or that there's anything that I would redo. I am very appreciative, and I love everything that I've gone through because what I've gone through has made me who I am today. Like I would not be Jack. I would not be the Jackie that I am had I not gone through every everything that i I, I went through. I, I wouldn't change a thing.
3: I would
2: Griff, you have a regret. You got something you would do different.
3: Well, that's what's funny is I'm always asked this question, but I—it's a couple people I could have been nicer to. <laughs> like, it's—it's it's two, it's two or three people that I was overzealous with that I would change that. Uh, yeah, I know, and I know I when just, you say all the relationships yeah. set up the relationships, and they yeah. all—but it was three people I was like over mean to. So I would, I would, I would change that. But overall, regr- re- regrets, um, you know. Well, I wouldn't. Nah, I think I had. You know, I'm a comedian. So when you look at the the comedy and tragedy mask, my tragedy is everybody else's comedy. So I have to have bad days so I can tell people how not to have them. So I wouldn't take back the pain because I think the pain and the wilderness is where your intestinal fortitude comes from. I Come on,
2: SAT that, word.
3: Mm. I, I ain't even go to school. Intestinal I, fortitude. You know, I, wanted, mm. I only wanted to be a comedian. I had no backup plan. I didn't, I, I man, I went to 21 different schools growing up, and I realized that the world was a microcosm of everything that you see. So in high school, in school, It was always a fine girl that was popular. It was always a cute dude that was popular. Them two never could be together. It was always a bunch of girls in the library that uh, everybody called nerds, but they was cuter than the cheerleaders, but they ain't no, so they wore hoodies and stuff all the time. And nobody went into different cliques. So I purposely, as a kid, I hung out with... I hung out with... I hung out with the cheerleaders, I played football, I was in a, I I read books, I was in a library like so. I just realized as a child, and I always befriended the bully. So, because I went to so many schools, everybody would hate on me. I had a new dude and you trying to, so I just got cool with whoever the bully was. And if you had funk with me, you know the bully been wanting to beat you up for years, so. Leave me alone. <laughs> I, I, we're 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 reflecting, and and, and that all comes with self care as well. Um, I I would have measured my activities more.
2: Now, when you say measured your activities more, what activities are you referring to?
3: I would have, um, you know, I know a lot of people now that's fifty. And look amazing, I'm talking about men and women, you know what i'm saying i can I can lose weight and I can work out but if I would have paced myself, you know what I'm saying I wouldn't be trying to all do it at the end you know what i'm saying and uh i'm but i go i'm not a i am not ai am not a brother that doesn't i got a colonoscopy um uh, so
2: you know, as you talk about, because you mentioned like you had a therapist or you have a therapist. Oh, I and you got like, a bunch you know, of
3: them. Get a bunch go, of them. Don't just have one. You could like somebody else's opinion too. And that's the
2: word too, because sometimes <laughs> you need multiple people in your life, not yeah. just one. We always want to go to one. And that's your Dharma talk for the day. Um, so my co-host Britt does a thing called Dharma talk. And it is like a, I would say like an inspirational, motivational, you know, blurp or whatever um because he's here not here you know i got to figure out a derma talk so i think that's it sometimes you need to talk to multiple people and it i like that you okay. say that because very often it's just like oh we need to get one you know one therapist but the same way we got different friends in our life for different things you should have different doctors and different therapists in your life for different things because not all therapists specialize in the same thing i just had a revelation come on Greg.
3: i look at it come like on. this if my daddy was bipolar and my mother is bipolar, then I'm a quarter polar, at least, at least by default, you know what I'm saying? So, and also because I think I'm a sociologist before I, I, I really truly believe I'm a comedian. I don't trust one person's opinion and I'm while the psychologist is telling me stuff, I'm listening to them going, eh, I can get somebody else like it is because really it's just their very vague and stereotypical and professional outlook on you, but I'm not a regular person. You know what I'm saying? I I live a a way different life. So I need somebody who knows the standards of people like you and I.
2: So at what age were you like, hey, I need to, or what was that aha moment for you to say like, I need to go, I need to get a therapist. Because the reality is a lot of black men going to, I got a, I got a friend in my life right now and I really feel like this man, he's 41. I really feel like this man need to go see a therapist, but I don't really know how to have that conversation with him. So like, at what age were you like, mm, let me go. And what was that like aha moment? Cause I feel like that's something that black men struggle with. And
3: Again, I, I don't like to villainize my parents. Um, because they had me at fifteen and sixteen. And okay, so they were young. We yeah. What do you know when you're that young? And it's 1971, and it ain't no programs for you. Right. You understand me? So they did what they could do. My mother been married nine times. My dad been married five times. I I, I say I'm a professional stepchild, but in that, in all those relationships, I probably been going to psychiatrist and therapist since i was probably 11, 11 12. so <laughs> so much to unpack right it, it
2: there, is huh? since you were ele- <laughs> so it's for you it's, <laughs> y- i'm just y- y-
3: y- i don't know if y'all just gonna hear this or see this but all <laughs> my little fingers are just thoughts- like came out of her hands it, just now.
2: Well, you said 11 12 and I'm just like so you, you know, talk you going to therapy has just been like a normal part of your life. You don't know anything different. So what would you say to a black man who is
3: lay on the couch? He, I I and, But
2: how and, do you have because th- men struggle with there's that pride situation there's that ego situation men struggle
3: with with a lot of things and and as a man i'm able to pinpoint how to talk to men um i am the dude i get a manicure and a pedicure every month i'm the dude that probably take two or three dudes to get their first pedicure uh, i
2: love that you do that because i don't
3: want to know time i go online and say if you never had a pedicure I pay for your first one. Like, you need to get your shoes, gonna thank you. Like, <laughs> somebody told a man, only girls get pedicures and manicures. Like, and they, or they only saw their mom when they was 10, and they just don't equate it with, you know, I'm a man. I'm not getting a manicure and a pedicure, but uh, you will want to, your cuticles are thank you, number one but I'm also the same dude that suggests men uh, get colonoscopies. Now, colonoscopies is different. When you get that, uh, what's the check, uh, the prostate check it's what's my best way of saying it. It is, uh,
2: I listen, just so give this it, is, just give so it this, to us. Lay it out. So
3: this is what I did. I, you know they was like griff you need to get a prostate check you know uh prostate cancer is the the number one cancer they can take care of immediately if you get a check and you got some polyps they can take the polyps out you are cancer free it'll never come back 98 percent chance and so i said you know what i'm a i want to see my daughters get married i want to i want to Watch, I want to have grandkids, so I'm going to take a prostate exam. And I get there, and I'm driving there. I'm like, yeah, about, about to see my daughters get married. They need me to be around. I'm going to take care of this. I got there, and I had new for two weeks. So for some reason before I went, I was like, well, if if I'm going to get a prostate exam, I'm going to the gym first
2: because I'm a man and a man goes to the gym. Hold on, wait a minute. (laughs) Hold on, back that thing up like you now.
0: I wanted to know why some people who get COVID-19 get it so bad. I found out it may be because they have a high risk factor, such as heart disease, diabetes, being overweight, smoking, and asthma. Even if symptoms feel mild, these factors can increase your risk of COVID-19 turning severe. So if you're at high risk and test positive, there are things you can do, like asking your healthcare provider if an authorized oral treatment is right for you. Learn about an option at treatcovid19.com. This message is sponsored by Pfizer. You
2: went to the gym before you got a prostate
3: exam? I'ma tell you, because basically they stick their finger in your rectum and you got, and for a man, I don't care, is no man is cool with that. And as soon as you say, the only way to take a prostate exam is they gotta stick you in and real quick, dude say, I'm cool. But that's how we lose a lot of our elders. This is true. They, they didn't go get a prostate exam. So I'm being proactive, saying, "Hey, I'm going to get one." But before I go, I'm going to the gym, and I'm gonna be a man before
2: I go. Oh, okay. So you had to psych yourself out got before- you mm-hmm. gotcha, gotcha, so gotcha. I
3: get there. And the doctor is like, it's my doctor. So he know me, everything about me. So he was like, all right, Griff, you ready? I was like, man, let's do it. I want to see my daughters graduate and get married. And
2: I love uh, how you said they're like 17 million it. times in said, this process. Cool.
3: Drop your pants. I'm going <laughs> to check your testicles first. And I was like, whoa, front and back. So i but come is it? Run, I,
2: on. <laughs> I don't. Maybe this is just the the hormones in me. I don't know. But is it really that serious? Like I don't feel like know. it's that I'm deep. I'm
3: not done, so I'm like, come on, Doc. I don't hype myself up. So now I'm mad at my daughters. Stupid kids. And graph. And front back like. <laughs> so so he said, all right, Griff. So he does it. I turn around. I feel like. He put so much gel in me, like like Thanos, the glove from the, the X-Men and the Avengers. I feel like he dipped his hand in the most gel, and he did it, and he was done, and he left. He said, you good? I said, I'm good, and he left, and I had so much gel coming down my legs, and I was walking, and I was going. <laughs>
2: all the way you didn't want to reception. go to the bathroom and like wipe up after like... i didn't know what to do because he didn't <laughs> say all right you didn't ask
3: he just stuck his finger in my butt i ain't know i, ain't wanna I mean i get, get that but still
2: like i just uh, and i'm glad we're having this conversation because this I, is something that i'm sure a lot may, of men go through
3: and it's cracking up right now oh all God. i know is i was gonna get a finger stuck in my butt and, and, and then he tricked me and wanted to see my testicles too.
2: So I'm having a bad day at this point. I it's just like- an, it's a normal procedure though.
0: Whether it's audiobooks or all time greatest hits, long live listening to your favorites. Learn more about Kaskali Ribocyclib 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Kaskali is right for you.
3: You are a girl and it must be nice. I know what you're gonna say. We get Pap All, we every go. Once a year. We like getting that machine that spread our legs and you don't even know. And let it's me tell cold you and sterile. It's not getting a finger putting you behind. Even though it's for my health. I just feel like. We it's 2023.
2: Have you seen the the items that women have to deal with when we go get a pap smear once a year? You know, men is sorry. I don't you care. I don't, I don't. I don't care. It. I men don't care, baby. We know a finger. Ooh, some fingers. Let's talk about the 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 tools, okay? We got a, a finger versus tools, okay? We got, we get whole entire tools. I, that's what I need you to understand. You know how you take a hammer and you bang, bang, bang that thing up against the wall. So you can that. Think about that. A tool versus right.
3: I under. You know that men, we just different. I'm just telling you. Look, I looked at everything that katisha said and all the studies. Of why <laughs> men don't go? But the number one is ain't nobody putting no finger in me. Like that.
2: So, how man. do you get how do you get over that? Because that is an ego and pride thing. How do you, as a man, get over that? Because a prostate exam is something that literally could save your life. Absolutely. And if you're letting that's, the ego and pride get in the way of saving your life, like there's a there there, there there's a, something that needs to be addressed here. So, you know, how can you get past that? What can be done?
3: First of all, for Molly, you don't know what it is to be a man like you and and in the same way this i have daughters i have sisters i have aunties i have moms um the i i've known about cycles my whole life my mother was somebody i was probably seven years old buying pads at the store and she would tell me get the blue box and don't come with the pink box and don't be dumb and squirmish i'm having it once a month and so growing up, I wasn't somebody that was I, tampons. I, I I just wasn't like that. So, uh, but I never had one human being say, hey, when you get older, they're gonna go like that to you and it's gonna be over and it's gonna be quick, but it could prevent you from having cancer. So I said all that to say, yes, women do, Y'all have babies, and a whole human being grows inside of you with a, a spinal cord and everything, and it sits on your bladder.
2: lung, all, all of that, yep.
3: You gotta go to the OB slant bar gyn. I'm done. I know everything.
2: <laughs> <laughs>
3: it was a I, slant bar. <laughs> yeah, when I when I had my sons, that we had to go to the OB slant bar gyn to go to do the tests and stuff. So that always made me laugh. To me, I know all the things. I know all the things but you've also you have a village of people you can always ask your auntie you can always ask your first cousin that's older than you that's a girl you can always ask your sister you can always ask your you know what i'm saying like but with stuff like this in particular uh particularly the 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 colonoscopies and the and the exams nobody done put nobody else on game so as a as an entertainer and as an ambassador of men, um, I try to tell dudes in a funny, light way that you got to get it done. It's not, but when you get a colonoscopy, they put you to sleep. But I was like, can y'all put me? To-? Yeah, they put you to sleep when you get a colonoscopy. Yeah, all the way. So they say, count to 10 backwards, three, two, then you wake up. I was mad because I woke up and my legs was crossed and I was like, who crossed my legs? <laughs> I don't even cross my legs when I lay in bed. <laughs> I was so mad. Okay.
2: <laughs> so that's we're talking about prostate. And getting your colon checked but what about for like just basic things a lot of men struggle with going to the doctor for getting there like you know just basic blood work SCDA, I ain't going HIV. I to the
3: that's the it's because they don't have any examples uh, and it's 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 um our class uh a lot of class a lot of african-americans if it's uh 328, 29 million people in America, and 13% of us is African American, that's 44 million people is black in America. Growing up, a lot of us didn't have insurance and wasn't going to, didn't know about, you know, you had Kaiser Permanente and all this Medicaid, but you better not use it unless you about to die. Like we wasn't taught, oh, go check your blood. Oh, go to the dentist, it's fine. You got insurance. Oh, and 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 even if you don't have insurance, your teeth will fall out and you'll die from gum decay like no one had those
2: conversations.
3: Yeah. So I believe in 2023 with social media and this is where social media is cool. You can YouTube somebody getting an exam and see that it's not painful it's not nothing you can see somebody getting a colonoscopy they go to sleep they wake up they go i'm fine i'm walking to my car i just had it done like you know so it uh it's no reason to be ignorant anymore and just because your parents didn't tell you that's not good enough no more
2: so if griff was to look back at his younger self we're going to say 18. what would uh older griff tell younger griff about his health
3: but see, at 18, I was in the military. At oh, so 18, let's back
2: then, that thing up a little bit. I joined let's... the
3: military when I was 17 years old.
2: So let's say 16, 15, 16.
3: 15, 16 year old Griff had a Marine father. So my dad was big on push ups and running around. Like, it, you know, i always been healthy, i always been fit. Uh, But one thing now, I just, you know, what what happens when you get older. Is at 35 you be like, let me lose this weight, and then you just go lose it. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Then you be like, okay, this is where I want to be. Now my parents is doing what they're supposed to do. But when you get older after 45, it just takes longer. That and you metabolism gotta be more starts slowing down. On you. you gotta be more intentional about it and you have to uh be disciplined, you know what I'm saying? Because what I hate to see is 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 people die and they didn't have to because they was obese because they was eating too much i mean you literally the fork killed you you right and i'm not i got i just got too many things to do on a planet to die like that so you know do i want to be 190 pounds never i'm gonna look cracky but do i want (laughs) to be six foot 300 yeah i'm not mad at six foot 300 280 like you know
1: Yeah, they know what they're doing. In fact, we can honestly say they're not new to chicken. They're true to chicken. The McCrispy. Only at McDonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Nah,
2: that's good. And I think 365ers, is is a good what's your 365. Um, yeah. Yeah. Um, you know, the metabolism does
3: <laughs> I'm a lot Project
2: <laughs> And that's why we love you, Griff. That is exactly why we love you. Um, but to the point, um, yeah, make sure you just you know the as you get older, so as so for sit. example,
3: let me tell you, we had tacos yesterday, but we use impossible meat. Um, so we use impossible meat and my wife does like we so I just cut but, so we do a dinner thing. <laughs> that comes to our house
0: uh,
3: <laughs> once a week and we pick three four meals it's like a
2: that. meal prep service
3: yes, we do that um and then we walk my wife's a fitness instructor, so she always one i I eat a smoothie I eat a smoothie every day banana, avocado, apple, frozen fruit, almond milk I eat that before I drink that before I go to work at uh I'm probably drinking that at about 5 10.
2: Mm, so and i'm rolling know. over one good more time at 5 10. ooh, ooh that's early uh, real early i'm not a morning person by the way i don't get Yeah, like i'm morning. not
3: either which is crazy that i have only been on morning shows and radio
2: <laughs> do you, I, i'm like do you see my face right now i'm like you ain't a morning person
3: i'm not a morning person um so it took me I used to say I was a um, insomniac, but okay. if you start telling yourself what you are, you will be that. So I, I had to, there go another Dharma moment.
2: That is a, another 365. Uh, what's your 365, honey? The power of your words. Okay. Yeah, this is real.
3: I, so I I now say I sometimes have challenges sleeping, Okay, um, but it's because I've been doing comedy 28 years, April 14th and i i i'm just up until four in the morning you know what i'm saying like so if i can get to bed by 12 i'm normally doing good and Man. i take naps every day so for the people so yes i take a nap every day from 12 to 3 every day
2: okay so if you the do four. the 12 to 4 and then the 12 to 3 you're getting a solid throughout the day you're getting a solid seven hours I'm getting my solid seven it may be split up but it is a solid 7 so yep. i'll give you and i was I've about already to be like like
3: doctors and doctors have told me actually it's kind of cool what you do because you get a second day so think Damn. about it here i am i, I wake up at 4:23 I, I i do the morning show i handle all my business i take a nap at 12 12:30 i sleep so good then I wake up and I still can do whatever.
2: Yeah, and you still got a lot of the whatever left to do. Yeah. No, that's a that's a really good way to look at it. Uh, listen, as long as you get net seven in, in some way, shape, or form, as a personal trainer, I'm just Agreed. like, listen, we we cool with it. And I uh, walk,
3: I got 15,000 steps yesterday. How many right you got now? now I'm at 9,500, so I'll walk to the mailbox get that up walk my dogs i should be around 13 14 so I, I monitor myself harder now than i did when you know it's just not random walks like i'm i'm hitting my steps like i need Yeah you're
2: that. very intentional about hitting your steps and that is one of the things that i have been trying to get across to a number of my clients is you got to be a little more intentional about things and care. i think that's yeah and that's a great your a great what's your 365 is you have to be intentional about things when it comes to you about your self-care when it comes to your health when it comes to going to the doctor when it comes to getting these exams when it comes to working OB-C, out
3: yeah
2: that's <laughs> I'm done with you, Griff. (laughs) I was, look, I was up here having a moment. You had to throw that slash in there. (laughs) But be more intentional about the things when it comes to you. Um, You know, when you're on a plane, one of the things that we always hear is put your mask on before you take care of anybody else. So the the same way you're intentional in doing that to make sure that you save your own life first is the same way you got to be intentional about doing everything else. Let me tell you how I am on
3: a plane. I say the same prayer on the plane, wherever I'm sitting, Lord protect 17A. I don't know these 17B people. I don't know how many Bible studies they've been to or how much tithing, but Lord, protect me. I feel Mm. like if a plane crash, I'm going to be okay. Like, I just...
2: You know, I'm actually going to steal that prayer because (laughs) I I usually just... Hey, Lord, good luck to the rest (laughs) of these people, but you and
3: I have a relationship.
2: (laughs) My prayer is like, you protect everybody on this plane, be the hands and eyes and the wheels of this vessel.
3: Protect me. Listen, you got to be your own advocate
2: you're right you do for your health okay for your sanity for your self-care and also when you on that plane i can't wait to
3: have you on i hate the homies i don't know how much you know about sports but we're just gonna make it a big Mm. sportsy uh healthy episode
2: um i got to when it comes to the health when it comes to the sports i just need a rundown of like when it's gonna happen so i know like so i can um. reach out to one of my brothers and get like a Let quick put you on one game.
3: if you watching football my mama did this my whole life she would just walk in the room and go what down is it and everybody would be like it's second down is it she wouldn't even care and she would just keep walking like she. It's the little.
2: No, I I'm always like, you know, what quarter is it? And I mean, that's something I can see on the TV. Or like who's winning, you know, who's up right now. Yeah. I do have, I do have a little, and when I say little, it is very little. So I used to cheer in middle school and high school. And I was a part of the marching band. Um, I was a major in college, so I do have a general, very general knowledge of sports, but that's just as bad. We're
3: going to put right you on college. game. You can go to I Hate the Homies on everything at I Hate the Homies. Uh, just pull it up. The podcast, I'm two trillion on everything. The number two, the word trillion, that's my website, my Twitter, my Instagram, my Facebook. I believe is Griff is two trillion. And you can listen to us Monday through Friday on Get Up Mornings with Erica Campbell, six to ten Eastern. That's at Get Up, Erica. How can we follow you and your show, Jackie? I feel like I interviewed you this whole. It's
2: okay. Year. That's listen. When you're in radio, that's just kind of what happens. It goes back and forth, and that is why we love each other. I'm on Instagram, Love Jackie page, Black Health 365 Podcast. As always, if there's something you want us to cover, please just slide to them DMs. All right. And um, yeah, we'll make sure that we're taking care of you because again, we are here to take back our community. One episode, one podcast at a time. Come on. It's been real. See y'all later. Black Health 365 is an Urban One and Reach Media production. Hosted by Jackie Page and Britt Daniels. Created by Samuel Tatum and Laura Lopez. Executive produced by Brittany Jackson and Kadisha Campbell. Editing and production, Jahi Whitehead. Sales and corporate sponsorship, Patty Johnson.